Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 in the morning. Adjust it for your time zone. I know Mountain Time is 7.40, Texas Time is 8.40, and Michigan and East is, let's see, hmm, 9.40, I believe. Anyway, with that being said, for those of you that don't know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, and I'm welcoming you to this call. I come to you with an education background in that I am still a teacher and um, just absolutely adore this TR90 program because it was the first thing that I found that really, truly, really worked for me, and so I'm very ecstatic about it. So welcome to this Labor Day call. Some of you might be getting ready to start Rosh Hashanah, which should be starting this evening, which is Happy New Year's to those of you that celebrate that. And if you ever miss any of these calls, you can go back and pick them up on SoundCloud. Put in Frank Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90MA will pop up. If you get your podcast through a different service or app, you if you put in Frank Lomas and Solutions, the digit four, anti-aging, all run together, they, uh, they may well pop up as well. He says that they're showing up on other podcast services right now. The last few months, we've actually been putting in what the topic is, as well as who the host was, so that you can go back and sort through them if you find one you particularly like, you might want to download it and keep it for future reference. Um, these calls are archived back, well, now almost eight full years. In a couple more weeks, it will be eight full years, and we'll be starting our ninth year of calls. So that TR90 program is one really good, clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day when you're first starting out. That's the basic program. You need to have 30 grams of protein in at least three of those meals. Drinking plenty of water to, or fluid to stay hydrated. The current thinking is at least one ounce for every two pounds that you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking a minimum of 50 ounces of fluid. If you are um, exercising heavily or you're in a really humid area, you'll need to increase that because that will cause you to dehydrate quicker and dehydration, lack of sleep, lack of exercise, and lack of protein are the mainstays of this particular program, so it's really important to stay hydrated. Making sure to get seven to eight hours of rest daily, that's really important. It, your body does a whole bunch of things while it's sleeping, and if it gets really good quality sleep, that's even better. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise five days a week. Um, if you're like Frank, you go, gee, this is a good habit. I don't want to give it up. So he does it every single day, and he's been doing it for almost 1,300 uh, 1, days, both he and his wife Jennifer, doing some sort of exercise. So keep that in mind. Drinking, let's see, covered water. Oh, seven to seven to. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables, really critical because that adds a lot of fiber, um, a lot of micronutrients, 
and taking those supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal, if at all possible. If not, do take it with your meal because they'll still work. It's just that they're not as quite as efficient and effective as they would be if you were taking them 15 to 20 minutes before. That being said, I'm always looking for things to share with you that will help support that TR90 lifestyle. And the information I'm sharing with you today is coming out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. And when I was with you last Thursday, I actually shared with you why we want to consider adding pumpkins to our superfoods and the pumpkin sidekicks, which are carrots, butternut squash, sweet potatoes, and orange bell peppers. And they say to eat a half a cup of one of those five to seven days out of the week. And so I'm actually going to be sharing some information about pumpkin in the uh, kitchen because, as we all know, it's all great to have the information, but if we can apply it, it's even better. So winter squash, which count pumpkin as a family member, are usually available fresh only in the autumn. They're a treat when you can find them. And Dr. Pratt advises you to search them out at farmer's markets where you can find unique varieties. Buy pumpkins or butternut squash that are rock hard, Winter squash do spoil, and the first sign is a softened rind. Try to find squash with stems still on, which protects them from bacteria. Varieties of winter squash that are particularly flavorful include the butternut, buttercup, delicata, and hubbard squash. They are, if they're not too large, prepare them by cutting them in half and drizzling on a bit of honey and sprinkling of black pepper baking them on a, in a 350-degree oven on a baking sheet until the flesh is soft. So pumpkin seeds, you know those seeds that are inside. Well, they're often called pepitas or little seeds in Spanish and are a nutritional bargain. They are rich in vitamin E, iron, magnesium, potassium, and zinc, and they are a good plant-based source of omega-6 and omega-3 fatty acids. You can buy them roasted or you can do it yourself. If you're removing seeds from a fresh pumpkin, remove any pulp or strings from them, rinse with fresh water, air dry them on a cookie sheet overnight, drizzle with a bit of olive oil, sprinkle on some sea salt, and roast in a 350-degree oven for 15 to 20 minutes. Sprinkle them with either curry or chili powder if you like. <coughs> cool completely and store in an airtight container. So that's one way to have your pumpkin seeds. When winter squash are not in season, <coughs> excuse me, I don't know what's catching in the back of my throat. If pumpkin seeds or squash are not in season, you can take advantage of a more modern version of this vegetable by stocking up on canned pumpkin, which should be a staple in every pantry. It's inexpensive, widely available, and can be called upon at a moment's notice to provide a nourishing soup, 
casserole or dessert, or even a delicious Insta snack when mixed with some yogurt and perhaps some nuts and honey. Wow, I've got a tickle in the back of my throat. <coughs> Many people are surprised to learn that canned pumpkin is, a, is rich in fiber, and it's so creamy that you might not expect this to be the case. It's low in calories and has a truly impressive nutrient profile. Dr. Pratt uses canned pumpkin frequently, and it's always been popular in his house, especially as the main ingredient in his wife, Patty's pumpkin pudding. A recipe that appeared in Superfoods Rx, but he's including it again in this uh, book, and I will be sharing with that with you shortly. Let's not forget the pumpkin sidekicks. Carrots, butternut squash, sweet potatoes, and orange bell peppers are a powerful group of foods that give us opportunities to consume beneficial amounts of the carotenoids often. Most people tend to eat pumpkin, butternut squash, and sweet potatoes in the cooler weather and carrots and orange bell peppers when it's warmer. Baby carrots are great little bites, rich in beta carotene and alpha carotene, but they're not really babies. They are a clever marketing idea of a farmer in California who searched for a way to use up his broken or misshapen regular carrots. They're easy to use and worth the higher price if they help you serve carrots frequently. Put them out with a healthy dip for an after-school snack. Stick some in lunch boxes and keep a bowl in the refrigerator to satisfy snackers who are looking for something that's a little bit crunchy. I particularly like like it with um, various different types of hummus because I like the crunchy, but I also like to get a little bit of protein from the hummus as well. Sliced orange bell peppers are good additional good addition to any salad or platter of crudités. He finds that kids really love these crunchy treats, and the plate set out in the evening will disappear. Serve them with your favorite healthy yogurt dip. Don't forget sweet potatoes. With a little creativity, they can jazz up a simple meal. Peel and dice them and then toss the cubes with some extra virgin olive oil, dust with cumin, freshly ground pepper, and some ground chilies if you like. Roast them on a baking sheet in a 425-degree oven for about 20 minutes until they're tender. Drizzle with fresh lime juice before serving. Oh, that sounds yummy. I hadn't thought about trying that one. So Patty's pumpkin pudding. So here is that recipe, and I'll read through the ingredients twice before I give you the actual instructions. One quarter to one half cup sugar, two to four teaspoons of cinnamon, one quarter teaspoon ground ginger, one quarter teaspoon ground cloves. Both the ginger and the cloves are optional, by the way. Two large eggs. Use eggs with the omega-3 content as noted on the label. Um, if not, you can use regular eggs. It's, it would be fine. One 15-ounce can of Libby's 100% pure pumpkin. One 12-ounce can of carnation evaporated non-fat milk or the evaporated 2% milk. So one quarter to a half cup of sugar, 
two to four teaspoons of cinnamon, one quarter teaspoon each of ground ginger and ground cloves, and those are both optional, two large eggs, one 15-ounce can of Libby's 100% pure pumpkin, one 12-ounce can of carnation evaporated non-fat milk or evaporated 2% milk. You mix all of these ingredients together, pour them into an 8 by 8 inch square casserole and bake in a preheated oven at 350 degrees for about 30 minutes. Don't overbake. The center should be slightly wiggly, cool, and enjoy or refrigerate for later use. And something I just discovered is that you can actually get um, sweet potato puree, and I put some in my smoothie this morning that comes in a can, which was really good. And the brand that I was looking, I'm looking at is Farmer's Market Organic Sweet Potato Puree. And the only thing that's in the can is the sweet potato. So there's another way to get all of that really good fiber in the beta carotene. You can create a carrot chickpea soup. And this is a great way to get those carrots in, as well as the fiber-rich chickpeas. Add, for another layer of flavor, add some baby spinach during the last few minutes of cooking. And for this recipe, you take two pounds of carrots, peel them, cut them into small chunks, one large onion diced, one vegetable stock cube, one can of chickpeas rinsed and drained, one quarter teaspoon cinnamon, a dash of mild curry powder, a dash of ground coriander, salt and pepper. So those ingredients again, two pounds of carrots peeled and cut into small chunks, one large onion diced, one vegetable stock cube, one can of chickpeas rinsed and drained, one quarter teaspoon cinnamon, a dash of mild curry powder, a dash of ground coriander, salt and pepper. In a large pot, boil the carrots, onions, and stock cube in 10 cups of water Add the, until the carrots are soft. Turn off the heat and using an immersion blender, blend the soup until smooth. Add the chickpeas and blend into the soup. Add the remaining ingredients and stir well. Add more spices if needed. If you prefer a chunkier soup, remove a cup or two of the soup and puree it in a blender or a food processor and then return the pureed soup to the original pot. So then <coughs> you can either have it smooth or you can have it chunky. And here is a thought on how to tune those winter squashes. And I've tried this and I absolutely love this trick. And it comes from Chef Mark. Winter squash are very hard and require brute force to penetrate them, even with the sharpest of knives. So here's how to tame a winter squash. Wash it well. Place the whole squash on a parchment-lined baking sheet. Bake in a 325-degree preheated oven for 15 to, 20, 15 to 30 minutes, depending on the size and variety of your squash, just until the skin is soft, and soft to the touch and the back of the spoon makes a slight indentation. You remove it from the oven, and when it is cool enough to handle, you cut it in half and scoop out the seeds, then the pulp, and then proceed with your recipe. And I have to say, I've tried this with butternut squash and several other squashes, and it, 
it is a dream because you don't have to try to um, get your knife through the squash, <clears throat> which is a great, great trick. With that being said, this is Susan Mann from Portland, Oregon, signing out for September 6th, 2021. I'm going to take us off mute if you have for any comments or if you have ideas for topics you like covered in the future. We're, we will be glad to hear them. So there we have it, friends. All kinds of tricks and tips with pumpkins <laughs> and other orange vegetables. And at the top of the hour, if you're interested in building a new skin business, hop over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, and one of our illustrious leaders will be sharing tips on how to build that new skin business if that's something you're interested in. Well, since it is a holiday day, I'm hoping everybody will have take a little bit of time to enjoy some time with family and friends. And with that, I am going to sign out and let everybody go a little bit early. Have a great day. <laughs>